and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we talk about all of the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collective volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week, we read Berserk Volume 6 as we continue reading Berserk all throughout October. Yeah. Before that, though, we have Shonen Jump, and I thought this was a pretty blasé Shonen Jump. Yeah, no, I I totally feel you. Yeah. A couple of good chapters, but that was about it. Yeah, I mostly had a lot of just, I, you know, kind of throw my hands up like, I, God, I don't want to read this anymore. <laughs> yeah, a bit of that for sure. Starting with My Hero Academia number 330, Me and Myself. What did you think of My Hero this week, Kevin? It was all right. Her quirk seems, like, unnecessarily strong. I What I was thinking the entire time I was reading My Hero is, like, this should absolutely be my shit, and it really isn't. Mm. Yeah, I do like it that she can touch a thing and give it a new rule. She can only do two things and is always doing herself is a little weird, but that's fine. Yeah, but like that doesn't even feel like a limit because she literally like the two rules she enacts is the air doesn't exist in front of me. And if you move, your heart will stop. Uh, also, the laser is holdable. Oh, yes. The laser is holdable. I forgot about that. But still, I was like, this seems ridiculous. Like, how do people deal with this? I mean, I get that, you know, she's America's, like, I understand why she's America's number one superhero, but I was like, most of the quirks, like, the thing I like about, you know, almost all of them are that they're quirks. Like, even some of the more powerful ones, like, oh yeah, I can shoot fire from my hands, is like, that. that's it. Like, I don't, you know, I don't have the ability to rewrite reality. Look, eventually you get a Dr. Manhattan, <laughs> if things go long enough. I know, but it was just the, that level of, like... Well, yeah, of course he wants that quirk. This is fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, uh, and also the stuff about Shigaraki's name should be my stuff, but is not at all. Mm-hmm. Especially since, like, presumably she says English words. Like, how does the quirk know? Exactly, yeah. So it was it was all right, but I just had, I was like, this just raised a ton of questions because, like, you know, what happened to, like, the dude who could shoot tape from his elbow? I mean, you know, <laughs> but, like, yeah, and, like, how he, how he becomes a superhero by shooting tape from his elbows. Or even even Deku's quirk of it's just like yeah he just he's strong that's it but he's got to figure out how to use it not like oh yeah, I can just kind of rewrite reality oh I can only you know I have to be able to touch my target and you know know their name so I was like oh okay but that's not that's a hunter hunter power yeah <laughs> this hunter hunter character has showed up because Horihoshi <laughs> was also tired of hunter hunter not being in the <laughs> manga and took matters into his own hands it's <laughs> pretty good. Anything else you wanted to say about My Hero this week, Kevin? Nope. Next up, we have Jujutsu Kaisen, Chapter 162, Tokyo Number 1 Colony, Part 2. This is one of the chapters I like the most this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, It spent a lot of time at Number 1 with me waiting for something to take the spot from it, though. I do really like the panel where the two of them are led in opposite directions. Yes. Whether that is by conspiracy or coincidence. Mm -hmm. It's a very nice panel. Yeah. But it's mostly just set up. Yeah. Yeah, and that's I like I did like it, but like yeah. you said, just mostly set up. Yep. With Itadori and Megami being separated by the two people they have met. Mm-hmm. I guess there was a good fight in it too, because Jujutsu Kaisen is good at fight. Yeah. But No, I like that where it's like, oh, they can like harden their hair. He's like, Well, I mean, that's nice, but your head is still a weak point. So like even if you're wearing very fancy armor and I hit you in the head, it's still going to hurt. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to say on it? Nope. That'll bring us to Dr. Stone, Z equals 214, Stone World's Earth Defense Force. What did you think of Dr. Stone this week, Kevin? I liked it. I'm interested to see this is a continuation on how things are going, and I like how this is progressing of, like, you know, all right, yeah, so, like, we were like, yeah, we need to build a rocket, but, like, we don't 
actually know where to go on the moon and you can't just launch a rocket to the moon and expect to find a person like you know the moon is gigantic that would take forever even if we had some way of getting you know like infinite oxygen supply or whatever it would take too long so we need some way to do it so it's just like oh we developed the tv so that we can shoot a satellite up there and go find him yeah i liked all that stuff the they really no sold the cliffhanger at the end of the last episode and they build a little bit of, like, tension with it of, oh, someone must have set it on a delayed blast, but who would have done that? Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's very much like, oh, no, we're we're all fine. Yeah, I mean, I knew that was going to happen. Like, I figured it would happen, too, but it got, I thought we would at least spend this chapter dealing with it. I don't know. I, I, I still like that bit where it was just kind of like another hint in the mystery of, like, oh, someone must have set it on a timer. Wonder who did it. Anyway, building a satellite. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on Dr. Sound? Like I said, it, it was fine, but... No, it, like, it, I, I actually rather liked it. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll argue about it later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next up, we have Mashal Magic and Muscles, Chapter 82, Mash, Burn, Dead, and Infancy, which I thought had some very good jokes in it. Yeah. But I also felt like I had missed the chapter. I very much had this that feeling. I'm like, is this a flashback? Are they after this guy now? Why are we suddenly in this action scene with I so- these characters I, I've never met? Oh, yeah, I sort of understood that. Uh, that definitely hurt it a lot, but I liked some of the jokes about Mash and this other character as infants. Like, some of them were a little stupid, and some of them, some of them worked. Yeah, I think they were all stupid, but they were all stupid in the way Mashal is. Well, I, I more meant like I, I felt like some of them worked, and then some of them were just like, mm, no. Yeah, that's fair. It got some chuckles from me, though. Just sure. Ma- baby Mashal looking exactly like Mashal is, I think, a good visual comedy. Yes. To start with. Anything else you wanted to say on it? Nope. We're going to speed run it again. Two weeks in a row. Next up, we have Ayakashi Triangle, Chapter 64, I Want to Save You, which has Rochka's Magical Girl transformation in it, yes. which was completely unnecessary. Yes. Yet, you know, <laughs> it happened. Yeah. Look, I'm here for it. I was just like, <laughs> why Why did they? Oh, it's to bra naked girl. Yep. Usually Ayakashi Triangle doesn't need an excuse for that. I don't know. I liked it. I was immediately like, oh, man, Grandpa's going to fight. I'm excited. Although, lately, Grandpa fights in Shonen Manga have not treated me well. And then he's like, oh, but my back. <laughs> I like that, too. And I like that. I actually like that Matsuri is essentially being cut out of this. Yeah, I and, like that two sort of arcs in a row, or I suppose fights in a row. Suzu has to be the one to step up. Yeah. And I like that she has a plan. And Rochka. I like Rochka. Yeah. So does the audience. So hopefully we'll get more of her. Yes. And I also like uh, Shirogane being like, hey, Rochka, if you just freeze him to death, he'll die. <laughs> yes. And Susie being like, hey, I can hear you. Stop that. Yeah. Shirogane's always great. That's very good. Anything else you wanted to say on it? It was probably one of my favorites this week. I think I did put it at number one. Spoiler. I'm not remember that. I did. <laughs> okay. Because it was good forward momentum, had good jokes. Okay, naked girl. I feel like Rochka reads to me is like 12, so I was a little like, mm. Yep. But- also, I'm all about the magical girl transformations, and you have to get naked in one of those. Yes. Anything else? Nope. All right. Last but not least, we have Blue Box number 25. Good job. What did you think of Blue Box this week, Kevin? I really liked Blue Box this week. I really liked the tension of them dealing with having to study while also being, but like having the pressure of like, I got to do better. So like both rhythmic gymnastic girl and boy. Who's like, well, I got to do better because, you know, even though I lost, I got to do better for next year. And I think Rhythmic Gymnastic Girl still has some stuff to do. Yeah, I believe so. 
So she was I like, I believe only boy has been eliminated. Yes. But I, I love at one point that she's like, don't talk to me. I don't have any room in my head for anything other than studying or sports. <laughs> <laughs> and boy being like, yes, someone else gets it. <laughs> yeah. And the ending's cute. The ending is very cute. And I, I really liked that as well. I, I really liked that. Oh shit! I've been working myself too hard. I think I'm developing a fever, but I don't want to. I don't want to get Chinatsu or my mom sick because you know Chinatsu's has nationals coming up. So like, I can't get her sick, and I don't want to get my mom sick because then she might pass it on. So I need to stay in my room, and then she comes up anyway, and it was like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to take care of you because you're not feeling well. Yeah. It did not as bad as Mashal, but I also did feel like we very much ignored last week's cliffhanger. But I suppose that's fine. With him a running little bit. out. Like, we, we cut off. It, it's like, and now, midterms. Like, every shonen manga. Yeah, but I think a lot of that was, we we kind of also didn't, because he's basically been distancing himself from her. Like, even during this, he was talking about, like, well, I, you know, I'm u- basically using midterms as an excuse to not have to see her. Like, I yeah. really haven't been seeing her. Like, we see at one point, he he hears her talking with his mom, and then, like, goes back into his room. Yeah. As he's been, like, avoiding her. And that that's still going on. So I think that made, for me, that made the cliffhanger of her coming up to see him all the more important because, you know, he's essentially been ghosting her yeah. for a week. And I mean, he's got a, at least, he's actually got a decent excuse, but he definitely is, like, he could be being more social with his family. You know, like, I yeah. understand it's like, oh, it's midterms. I'm studying a lot, but it's like, hey, you're you're using that to hide. All right. Uh, that is everything we talk about every week because we had no One Piece this week. Unfortunately. And that will bring us into Jump Card. Jump Card is a segment where we rank everything in the magazine, not just what we talk about every week. We have 18 this week. So what do you have at number 18, Kevin? Which watch? Oh, really? So remember the last time this these two characters showed up and yeah. I absolutely hated it? I uh, hated it more. I, oh. I like this chapter of Witch Watch. Mm, I, I like the last one more than you, too, though. Yeah. I. Uh, so it was like, hey, you remember this subplot that you absolutely hated? Yes. I'm just going to basically ignore it. I don't remember you hating it. <laughs> It it was super wordy, and I just... I, it is super wordy. I cannot argue with that. I, I couldn't be bothered to read all of the words. <laughs> I, I was literally just like, I'm just, I'm done. They're, like, geeking out with these two characters that I don't care about anymore. I have me and Robico at 18. Sure. I really did not like me and Robico. No. Like, was, this was one of the dumbest chapters of me and Robico, I yeah, think, it was my that number, we've ever had. It was my number 17, so I completely agree with you. It was just that Witch Watch just hit me with the... I, I basically didn't read it. Like, I was, like, looking at it, and I was just like, yep, that's a huge block of text that I'm just going to kind of skip. I have at 17. Okay. Man, there's art stuff I like, and I want to like the ideas here, but I don't think this story is being presented well at all. Mm-mm. What do you have at 16? That's where I have Red Hood. I felt like this is the desperation, oh, shit, we're going to be canceled. I, I thought it might be the last chapter for a little bit. Yep. 
it, it is throwing a whole bunch of that desperation. We're going to get canceled stuff, but it's a bunch of stuff that I like, which is why it went very slightly higher for me. That's fair. I just, I, I feel like it, you know, like with less Ayuki that had kind of been building the whole time. And this just kind yes, of felt like, through oh, it all. Oh, yeah. Like, Oh fuck. I need to do this now. I mean, they had storybook stuff. Like, so it, it's not completely out of nowhere, but there's a lot of that. Also, I thought this was not actually the test to become hunters. I thought this was just, you needed to pass this step to get to the place where the test Same. is going to happen. Same. I thought this was like the final selection trial of like, all right, this is, this is where we do the test to do tests. Yeah. Yeah. I have high school family at 16 though. Okay. I, yeah. I also, I'm too old for VTubers and I did not mm. care about any of this. It's my number 15. I sometimes occasionally watch one VTuber, but I was like, eh, no. That's where I put Red Hood. Sure. That's like, is it only slightly above with all the, the stuff aimed directly at me? But mm-hmm. there was just so much that was like, what? Huh? Who? Well, and some of it is like, for me, it wasn't just the, oh, this would have been cool. It's like, you know, oh, this guy stole two pages from the storybook. And then somehow the werewolf knew about it, but didn't say anything and left a note. Like, just it felt like all of the hints just came out of nowhere. It's like, oh, make sure you take his pages back. What? How? Hasn't hasn't he used them already? I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, very confused. There is definitely a lot of that. And I was very much like, man, where do I put this? Because I should love this, but man, is it sloppy and not well done. But I didn't like some stuff, so it went above that. Fair. What do you have at fourteen? That's where I put pa 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 pa. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Like most of these bottom chapters down here was just me throwing my hands up, being like, God, why? <laughs> 14's where I put Sakamoto days. Okay. Like I said, I just don't really care for this character that yeah, we're getting no, a fight with fair. at all. But it had a cool ending to the fight, so it went above the stuff that I thought really sucked. Yeah. What do you have at 13? That's where I put Buck Clover. While I was super excited for Yuno to get a second Grimoire, just the constant pushing of the tension of like, is he going to survive the fight? Like, yes, you explicitly told me he wins. To be fair, I thought the part where he won was the part that I already passed. Where it seemed like he won. No, because I thought I thought they had mentioned. Uh, you as, pay more attention to Black yes, Clover than I do. I thought they had mentioned that as Asta won his fight, they were like, and Yuno had also won his fight. And then, because like they were planning to meet up. So like we we're flashing back this whole time. Gotcha. I thought the flashback only went up to when they thought they had won. Maybe. But I, I could be wrong. I just, because, because I have that disconnect, not a huge fan. Also, I realize it's a shonen trope, but it was like, I developed a new power that I immediately know how to use all of. That's every chapter of Black Clover, Kevin. It's why it usually goes pretty low for me. No, it's it's been recently it's been doing that. They have not typically been, you know, most of the time they have been like, oh yeah, I've been training to unlock this power. Not literally, I unlocked this new Grimoire and automatically know all of the spells in it. Why? See, what I was thinking of, I put Black Clover pretty high this week because I was really down on most of Shonen Jump. Fair. But since we were talking about Hunter Hunter earlier, I was thinking about how, like, about intricate power explanations and how much I like them and how much we don't get that in Black Clover. Yeah. We do occasionally, but this is just, I have star magic, which yep. is good. That's a good tarot card. You played Persona, right? I yeah. can teleport now. And I'm like, sure, that seems like a Shonen thing you can do. Yeah, that, there's also a bit, there's definitely a bit of that where, you know, I was like, all right, so like Asta's got anti-magic. I was like, that, that doesn't need explanation. I was like, okay, cool. But then some of these other ones, it was like, mm-hmm, sure. 
I can do cool stuff the author wants to draw. Yes. That would be a great power. That would be a great <laughs> mashal power in particular. Well, I mean, there's there's literally that one dude who can just magically create whatever the hell he draws. Yeah. <laughs> I have Nero A of the Martial Artist at 13. Okay. I just thought this chapter was really a letdown, honestly. The way the fight is constructed, I felt like the fight, like the the way the fight was drawn was not very exciting. And it did not get me excited to see what's going to happen next week. Okay. I'm I'm still pretty excited, so it went a bit higher for me. What do you have at number 12? That's where I put Sakamoto Days. Like you said, that ending panel of her busting the chainsaw out of her briefcase is pretty cool. But other than that, I was like, you know, I, I liked Sakamoto Days more than you last week because I was like, oh, this bow clap thing is funny. But mm-hmm. again, with this one, I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm more invested in this character, but I'm not invested in this character. Yeah. I have Magi-chan at 12. I didn't think it was great, but the one image of the shark in like the skirt and yes. the lipstick was a genuinely very funny. Yeah, I had a couple of pretty funny moments, so it went a little bit higher. What do you have at number 11? That's where I put Mashal, that just disconnect of the two divine visionaries fighting the current bad guy and then him succeeding, I, I you know, him succeeding through magic. But and then just getting away and it's like, oh, yeah. And then uh, let's talk about my past where I was a baby. And then Mashal was also a baby nearby. Who And it was like, so I, I liked, you know, like Mashal was a carpenter. <laughs> I like that. She, it, the nursemaid knew he would be the greatest magical user in the land. And the nursemaid knew he would make the greatest carpenter. carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the time he was one, he could learn. He could build cabinets. <laughs> like, like I said, it was pretty funny. Yeah. I have Witch Watch at 11. Okay. I really like the student teacher stuff. Like the her not wanting to criticize her friend in person, but then like all the teacher stuff kicking in and her having very good critiques that she didn't feel comfortable just telling her friend as someone who has been asked to critique a friend's writing before. That's totally uh, fair. And um, who is someone who has some experience as a teacher. This all really landed with me. It still only went at number 11, though, not even halfway up. Yeah. The big problem for me with, because uh, at that point I had started skipping over when it was like, there's like 50 words yeah. on this page. It's a super and wordy, I'm which not... I think is, I, I remember that being a problem the last time these characters showed up too, yes. but I feel like it worked almost as a gag in this one. Yeah, I just like, I started reading through it, so to go with like, Bakuman is an extremely wordy yeah. manga, which is totally fine, but I'm invested in that story, not... You know, hi, would you like uh, 400 words on uh, my favorite fake uh, anime. shoujo manga or yeah. anime? I was like, no. And so I just kind of glazed over. And then by the time something maybe halfway interesting showed up, I was already in the habit of just, uh-huh, okay, more words. Yep, she's she's critiquing her. Okay, sure. What do you have at number 10? That's where I put Undead and Unluck. I thought it was pretty good, which, you know, put it very high this week. Yeah. I like... All right, Spring, let's talk. What? I mean, I know I have to fight you eventually, but like, there's no reason that we can't talk first. Yeah, there's lots of concept word stuff, which there was a lot of this week. And mm-hmm. like I said, that is my jam. That's why it went higher for me. I thought the sudden you have to stake all these random NPCs we've never seen before was really lame. Yeah. Uh, but I put it higher than you, so I probably we've shouldn't seen, be talking about it. We've seen point. a couple of them, but it was like... But uh, we have 100,000 of them. I'm like, really? Yeah, I was like... the. Your organization's that large? Damn. It seems like you could have brought some cannon fodder. Yeah. I mean, I know that's not how shonen manga works, but... Damn. But yeah, the idea of spring changing to be something else. 
than it was. That's very interesting to me. Yeah. I also like because he was like starting to get into the conversation. That's why he changed. He was actually starting to listen to her. And so God probably legitimately messed with him to be like, no, no, no. There needs to be a fight here. No, you cannot shonen your way through this fight. You need to actually fight. I have my Hero Academia at 10. Okay. Like I said, it's kind of a cool quirk, but man, did this chapter just do nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you have at nine? That's where I put Nero. You know, I, I am sort of interested. I liked the the bit with Nero being like, how do I fight somebody who's got mystical strength? And it's just like, well, he probably doesn't have mystical strength. He probably just like understands how to leverage his center. Yeah, more. I liked that bit, but it was everything around it. Like Fair. the fight was not exciting. Like I didn't think, it didn't read to me as, oh, he's mystically strong. It read to me as he punched him real hard. When he bent the knife? I, I guess. I don't know. It just didn't read right to me. Okay. I I don't know. That read fine to me where he was like, he tried to stab the guy and he grabbed it with his fingers and then bent the knife. And he was like, well, how did he do that? I have Mashal at number nine. Sure. Not much more to say on it. What do you have at number eight? That's where I have my hero. May, having it be a Hunter Hunter power makes me like it a bit more, but it's like... Uh, anyone with a Hunter Hunter power in the My Hero universe would be God. I mean, anyone in the Hunter Hunter world should be God. He just wrote Yu Yu Hakusho and accidentally put the ceiling too low. So he made the ceiling impossibly high in Hunter Hunter. <laughs> you don't even know about ghost genies yet. <laughs> I have Black Clover at eight. Sure. It, it was shown in stuff. And like that's usually my complaint about Black Clover. It's like, it's just shonening at me. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I did not think Shonen Jump is very good this week. No. So just shonening at me went fairly high. Fair. What do you have at number seven? That's where I have Magu-chan. You know, I, like you said, the, the shark in the dress and the lipstick was funny. And I, I liked some of those moments. And then I liked, she was like, you know, I got this giant clam with a pearl for it. He's like, oh, cool. I can make steamed clams now. <laughs> and her just getting pissed at him was yeah. great. I have Dr. Stone at seven. Okay. Like I said, I just felt like they no-sold the cliffhanger from last week, and that really sat wrong with me. But sure. like you said, the satellite stuff is cool. Yeah. What do you have at number six? That's where I have Mission Yozakura. I like this. I like the, you know, we get some more explanation into how things are going, and I like the the one guy kind of sacrificing himself for, not for Tayo, but for his dream. Of He was like, eh, maybe I got a little bit corrupted on my way to fulfilling my dream, but Maybe at the end I can make the right call. Yeah, I don't know. The the redemption there seemed a little off to me, but I have it, again, slightly higher yeah. than you, so maybe I shouldn't be critiquing it too much. Well, I, you know, and it was, because it was still sort of a selfish move of, it's not like, oh, I'm here to save you, Tayo. It's like, oh, now I think you're the best plan to save her, so I'm going to I'm gonna put in with you, because, I mean, otherwise I'll probably die. Yeah. I have Undead Unluck at six. Okay. Again, I just really like the idea of concept evolving and that causing a change in the personification. Yeah. What do you have at number five? That's where I put Dr. Stone. You know, I, I liked it. Satellites are cool. TV is cool. And I liked, you know, some of the like, well, of course, we weren't just going to shoot a rocket at the moon. We need to know where we're aiming it. And I like Kohaku being like, oh, I thought the moon was as large as a, you know, a large lake. It was like, no, it's a third of the size of this planet. <laughs> Perspective. Yep. I have Mission Yuzakura Family at five. Sure. Not much more to say on it. What do you got at number four? That's where I have the elusive samurai. I really liked the joke at the end of, uh, and then I shall bear you lots of children. And him being like, huh, what? (laughs) And she's like, I look forward to your advances. Yes. Do you know what that means? Means? Yeah. (laughs) That was very good. Yeah. I have it slightly higher because of that. I have Jujutsu Kaisen at four. Okay. Like I said, good fight. I really like the panel of the two of them being led in opposite directions. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of all it is. 
Fair. What do you got at number three? Jujutsu Kaisen. That's where I put Elusive Samurai. Sure. So, what do you have at number two? That's where I have Ayakashi Triangle. It is a very good chapter. You know, Magical Girl Rochka. I really like Matsuri being put out of the fight because they're like, well, I mean, he's after you. So I'm going to, you know, Suzu's like, I'm going to be able to do a thing. So basically everyone but Matsuri goes into the the mirror realm, which is cool. And yeah. I, I like the Unyo, the, the mirror spirit and Rochka team up of like, I never thought of making a mirror out of ice. <laughs> yeah. And with Suzu being like, hey, you should do the thing that I told you about. Yeah. It was very good. I have Blue Boxer too. Sure. I really liked it. I just thought Ayakashi Triangle sort of advanced the plot of Ayakashi Triangle and the characters of Ayakashi Triangle more Fair. than Blue Box did. But I feel like Jujutsu Kaisen enough is the stuff I, gen- I genuinely enjoyed reading this week. Yeah. Same with me and Elusive Samurai. So yeah, you know, just because we flopped those two. Yeah, we flopped. We, the top four. Our I top four the are top the same. Four. Yep. I like <laughs> the top four. just kind of flipped where they went. Yes. Anything else you want to say about Shannon Jump this week, Kevin? We get One Piece next week, so hopefully that'll save it. One Piece and no My Hero. That seems like a good trade. Yes. Uh, I'm sad to say, since My Hero is the reason this podcast exists. Yeah. The big thing is, is like, I feel like just a bunch of the chapters had me just going like, Ugh. Yeah. You know. And yeah, me too. So I don't think it was just, oh, because like, I liked my top four actually quite a lot. So it's not like I felt like, oh, everything was doing poorly. It was just, unfortunately, this would every, like almost everything had a very bad downstep. Like even one piece in here wouldn't have saved the week, you know, even that if it was been the- five good things though. And I feel like this, if it had been a very good one piece. It, if it like had it been a very been. good One Piece, I still would have been like, "All right, so there were five really good <laughs> chapters, and the the you know, so a quarter of the chapters were good." Yeah. Eh. All right, we read Berserk Volume Six this week, and we will be back to talk about that after the break. All right, we read Berserk Volume 6. It's very interesting to me that this is now just a Game of Thrones type story where I was talking <laughs> about, yeah, it was like the sort of gothic adventure horror, like Dracula stuff at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into this sort of mercenary band thing. And now it's a Game of Thrones plot with Guts being like the mine with Guts as Braum. Yeah, maybe the Hound. Maybe the Hound, yeah. One one of the two. Yeah, I was going to say the Hound, and I'm like, no, he's actually less important to this like political maneuvering than the Hound is, because the Hound is at least a knight whose brother is important. Yeah, but no, I I think it's interesting because we also know we go back to you know him him being a dude wandering around killing demons. Yeah, like I said, the story right now is perched mostly on that dramatic irony that we know where this is going to some degree, but we have this Averis ass character showing up being like, you should murder Griffith. Yep, purple ni- or purple dragons, dude. White dragons. White dragons. And he's like, "Yes, I should murder Griffith." And then he gets murdered. Yep. And there's super interesting stuff in here, like the fact that the guy gets murdered is just like Guts's dad and is treating his son just like Guts's dad treated Guts. Well, and I like that. There's a little bit of that, but he like you see and Guts sees him going like, "You know what? My manservant's probably right. I'm taking my frustrations out on my son. This isn't his fault. I, You know, I'm dealing with shit, and I should be nicer to him. And it was like, you know, start, all right, 
So today was bad, but starting tomorrow, like, I do need to be sort of hard on him. He does need to, you know, like, I'm not a prince, but, you know, I'm very high up in the, the royal line. There's a lot of expected of him, so I do need to be hard on him, but I was taking this too far. And then, you know, Guts immediately murders him. I also learned I apparently cannot write the word bishop because I've miswrote it three times because I thought the minister, Minister Foss, was a bishop. And so mm-hmm. I wrote Bishop McEvilton, and I'm like, oh, no, he's Minister Foss. That's the evil bishop. Min. But both times I wrote Bisho instead. So he's just very pretty. That is not true. He is not even remotely bishy. No. He is. Uh, he honestly looks like if you had uh, correctly rearranged the features on the bailet. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks like an egg with a face on it. Yes. He definitely. I thought he was a devil man, and that's why he was like, you should murder Griffith. And that he was like... Not on Griffith's side like they were in cahoots, but on Griffith's side is in evil demon magic. Yeah. But that does not seem to be the case when the two confront one another. No. He seems to just be your stereotypical evil vizier. Yeah, evil vizier. Although I don't know what he gets out of murdering Griffith other than, I don't know, class politics. It seems like the evil vizier should be trying to use this commoner. I Well, I think he is because he's trying to get in good with the person who might become because like he's he's trying to get in with with the with Lord Julius, who is first in line to the throne right now. I think he's second in line, I think is what they said, that he's second in line to the throne. But they were mentioning that he was like, oh, my son will marry Charlotte and take the throne. Yeah, like I'm a possibility. Yeah, like I'm literally second in line of like there's the king. The king has a brother and then there's me. Gotcha. Something like that. Yeah, I thought he was first in line. He might, he might have been I thought first he in was line. The king's, well, if he was the king's brother, he probably wouldn't be marrying his son to the princess, but who knows? Yeah. Um, but I just remember, you you know, so he's very happy in the royal line, so he's like, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get in this guy's good graces of like, hey, you know, this this upstart probably won't be able to be bought out by me, so I should kill two birds with one stone. So he tries to get Griffith murdered at a hunt, like you do. Yeah, I like that, uh, you know, ah, anything could happen. A stray arrow. What do you mean? A, a, <laughs> a, stray, a stray, arrow stray arrow covered in poison. Oh, straight like... to his knee. You could be like, arrow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that it takes Count Julius a while before he finally goes like, ah, oh, yes, a stray arrow. I could just see the vi- uh, the the bishop guy being like, ah, fucking finally. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, also Griffith is getting on with the princess. Yes. And tells Guts he's not his friend, but not to his face. Yeah. Uh, there's that because he's like, a friend would be somebody who would uh, stand against me. You know, like a uh, friend would be an equal. Yeah. Because we've seen that Guts just basically does whatever Griffith says. Even in this where he's like, well, Guts, I'm going to need you to kill this guy who tried to kill me. And he's, you know, he's like, oh, you know, let me give you some reasons why he was like, why not just order me like normal? Yeah. Uh, also, there's G- Guts and Casca fall off a cliff after Guts gets shot, which is his favorite thing to do. Yes. Well, Casca uh, <laughs> gets a fever and passes out in the middle of a battle, and Guts goes to save her and gets shot with an arrow launching them off the cliff. Yeah, Guts' favorite thing yes. to do. So, of course, he survives because, you know, you cannot kill Guts by shooting with an arrow over a cliff. No. Neither gravity nor arrows can kill Guts. Look, they're good immunities to have if you can get them. <laughs> I would take immunity falling damage any day. Yeah. 
And there's a river at the bottom. Yes. And Griffith's men are like, oh, we should go send somebody. I'm sure they're fine. They're main characters. We should send somebody to get them. Yes. But they're like, oh, no, we can't spare the king's men. And if they're fine, they're badasses. They'll make it back. Yeah. I just, I do love the, the <laughs> one point, uh, one of the, one of the band of the hawk is like, he's done this before, like more than once. He's probably good. Yeah. So anyway, Guts is like, ah, shit, we fell into the river and it's uh, a little chilly down here in this gorge. So I can't light a fire because the enemy might see it. Yep. Or the, the blue whales, Kevin. That's your favorite thing. I know. <laughs> yes, I think it. I think it was the blue whales because uh, the one guy, the one ridiculous dude, is like, I'm like, what is the shonen villain doing in Berserk? <laughs> I know, right? But they're <laughs> so great. Uh, I have learned. I, you know, I shall use my family's ancient spear technique I'll passed down for a hundred years. That's a good trick. Uh, and I love that he starts it and Guts just like hits him so hard in the head. He's like slightly knocked out. He's like, but my ultra spinning technique. And then Guts hits him again. Like, cool. I used hit you with sword. Look, it's a decent attack. <laughs> Slam. Low accuracy, but it, yes. it hits. Uh, yeah. So then there's some role reversal and we get some of Casca's backstory. Yep. It, it's a little generic, I feel. A little bit. But, you know, we have some of the stuff of, like, Casca's uh, troubles being a woman on the battlefield, especially during, you know, medieval times. Yeah. Where that's, like, actually, strangely enough, both, because uh, that also came up in The Elusive Samurai, where they were talking about a bunch of female warriors. And it was like, there are actually, like, known female warriors you know, they, it was just very rare because it was seen as man's work. And so. And according to the Elusive Samurai in the modern times, we call those pop idols. <laughs> it was very good. I don't think it was we call those pop <laughs> idols. It was uh, if 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 this girl was in modern times, she would be a pop idol. Look at how cute she is. Yes. And, and good with her legs. The important things for pop idols. Yes. Bearing your Lord many children. <laughs> but yeah, I like the, the backstory in Akaska and then Guts having to uh, strip her naked to keep her warm, which is legitimately something you do in that situation was like I you cannot stay in the wet clothes they need to dry and we need to use body heat to try and stay warm and he was like it's not like it's the first time we've done this yes I'm just repaying the favor yeah I'm repaying the favor don't worry I got naked with you unconscious this time <laughs> why does it not make me feel any better <laughs> and then of course she freaks out and starts throwing shit at him and I, I do like the one point where he was like, I was literally just trying to keep you warm. Why is the first thing you did throw a fucking knife at me? I didn't do shit. You don't know my tragic backstory, but I would be very against doing something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, I would absolutely not rape you. Holy shit. <laughs> but to be fair, she just got a guy being like, ah, ha, ha, rape. Ha, yes. I would be a bit sensitive about it, too, I think. Yeah. So I like I understand both aspects of that and eventually she kind of like calms down and i really love her one moment of like why did you have to be the one to save me like you were you were literally the last person i wanted to save me right now could have been fucking koskin i hate that guy it would have been better than you koskin would have definitely died if he got shot and fallen <laughs> off a cliff though yes <laughs> Kaska still probably would have been fine though she would have you know he would have cushioned her fall yes exactly into the river I mean, she would have died of hypothermia. Yeah, I was like, where she would have died of hypothermia or drowning, because I think she was unconscious at that point. So, didn't seem like that deep a river. Well, no, but we do have the panel of guys being like, "Oh, I am not swimming in my armor ever again." Yeah. Well, even then, uh, I just meant like if she was, you know, if she had fallen off a cliff face first into the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She might have started sucking in water. Yep. 
I don't know that I have a lot to say about Berserk. It continues to be interesting. I kind of hope we get back to Out of the Golden Age before we stop reading it for October. I don't think we do. <laughs> yeah, it does seem like I know a few things that happened in the Golden Age, and it feels like one of them has happened. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, I think this is a, if I remember right, this is a fairly long arc. I still like it. But it is kind of funny that we were like, we're going to read Berserk for October Spooky Month. And, you know, what's more spooky than politics? <laughs> nothing. Nothing is more spooky. <laughs> I mean, elections. Elections are more spooky than politics. And, yeah, now there's a princess. Those are spooky. Yeah. <laughs> and a king who seems like a nice dude. The scariest thing of all. That's actually usually pretty <laughs> terrifying. It was like, you know, wait, the the king isn't evil and corrupt? Oh, fuck. <laughs> No, that's what everybody else in his court is for. Well, yes. Yeah, I, I do love that moment of he was like, uh, none of these plebs understand what it is to like lead men into battle. So he's like, you know, ah, oh, you're not acting like a king at all. It's like, no, I'm acting like when I was a military commander. To be fair, Lord Julius should know what it's like to lead men into battle. He should, but it seemed like he's one of the, like, it seems like the king... He didn't, but it seemed like the king enlisted and Julius was, you know, like granted the title. Yeah. So it was like, yes, I am Lord of the White Dragon Knights. Okay. And the king like actually got into it like Griffith and it was like, yeah, I'm like leading my men. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about Berserk this week? I am excited to read a couple more volumes before October's end. I think we have two more, but no, only one more. One okay. more volume. So, no, we're probably not getting out of the We're definitely age. not getting out next volume. That, that's not happening. There's way too much to go on. We'll have to read it for Golden Week or something. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I'm still liking it. I like reading Berserk, and I do like this Golden Dawn story arc. I know it's not what most of the rest of Berserk is, but I think it helps. Uh, I, it's a pretty large chunk of Berserk is my understanding. Yeah, it is a pretty large chunk of Berserk, but I think it helps make you know Guts wandering around mean more than just some dude wandering around killing demons like he is at the start oh for sure because like i said when we were doing the early volumes it was difficult for me to care it seemed like very metal for metal snake yes. very mature reader yep wow look at that he cut that guy in half and there's still a little bit there's a lot of hey what's more let's spin the tragic backstory wheel it's 99 percent rape what's it gonna land on yep and then nudity, <laughs> maturity. But yeah. All right. Do we want to add anyone to personality power level? I feel like we're getting closer, but maybe we should just add Griffith and Casca next week when we stop yeah, let's reading do Berserk for a while. Let's do let's do it that way. Okay. So we will be reading Berserk Volume 7 next week to end our Berserk month. Maybe there will be blood and demons. Who knows? There will definitely be blood. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emmerich. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out the other podcasts I do, including It's a Gundam, where I talk about Gundam every week with my friends Zach and Tyler, as well as Last Time on Video Games, where I talk about old video games sometimes. Eventually, we'll get to 300 and we can lay down our burden. (laughs) Anything you want to plug this week, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everybody.